0: Welcome to another Tirious Cast. I'm Jim McGregor. And I'm Kevin Creebo. And we're going to discuss the latest news on AMD. AMD delivered its second generation Threadripper this week and reported great earnings. So, we're going to discuss the status of this, what has become a tech leader in just the past two years. Uh, they've kind of risen from the ashes. So Kevin, can you give us a quick rundown on what Threadripper is?
1: Sure, Threadripper is an unusual name for a processor. This all came about last year when AMD launched its new Zen processors. The company pulled out a surprise among all the standard desktop, Ryzen, and Epic server product lines. The surprise was this Ryzen Threadripper, a 16-core CPU that was built using parts of the Epic server processor but then designed to fit into a desktop CPU, much like Ryzen. Uh, the Threadripper package was derived from the four-die, quad-die Epic server processor, whereas the motherboard system design was much closer to a standard desktop processor and PC. The 16-core Threadripper desktop CPU easily best Intel's eight-core Core i7 with a multi-threaded benchmarks and workloads, making it the most powerful desktop processor in the market last year. Intel later responded with an 18-core i9 processor, but at a much higher price of around $2,000. So this year, AMD's responded with to the Core i9 with its own Threadripper 2 with 32 cores, but for less money than even Intel's Core i9. The 32-core Threadripper 2 has a list price of $1,800, undercutting Intel's Core i9, which is $2,000. Threadripper 2 uses this new 12 nanometers Zen Plus CPU design introduced a little bit earlier this year, which has improved cache performance and also has improved power efficiencies. All Threadripper 2 processors maintain backwards compatibility with last year's original Threadripper motherboards after a BIOS update. There's an updated motherboard introduced with Threadripper 2, but with the support of the older motherboards, AMD made it much easier And faster bring Threadripper 2 to market.
0: You know, this kind of goes back to the old days of AMD where they used to build, you know, uh, pin compatible products from one generation to the next. And they were upping Intel or Intel was upping them, you know, with each generation. It's good to see this competition back in the market. We haven't seen this for what more than a decade or something. Well, it's hard to imagine that AMD is now back in the game and can charge eighteen hundred dollars for a CPU compared to where they were just two years ago before Zen was introduced.
1: Yes, much has changed at AMD since they drew Zen two years less than two years ago, just for last year. It's much more competitive processor lineup than Intel. In fact, historically, I don't think AMD ever charged eighteen hundred dollars for a desktop CPU. I think typically the most expensive part they ever had was around $1,000. Well,
0: Kevin, I know you recently attended an event to get all the details about the new Threadripper 2 generation, so why don't you give us a little bit more detail?
1: Sure. Full disclosure, I, along with a bunch of text press and some analysts, were briefed by AMD in the home of Ferrari, Marinella, Italy. So despite that distraction, we wound up spending hours inside closed conference rooms, becoming familiar with the new products, and got to see some while liquid nitrogen cooled uh, processor overclocking. AMD was going for a world record Cinebench R15 with the multi-threaded single CPU test and they hit the highest score possible beyond Intel Core i9. AMD score was 7618 at 5.1 gigahertz, whereas the Intel was the previous record holder at only 5,828 points. So, AMD was kind of proud of that Little uh, project, but as I mentioned earlier, the new top the line Threadripper 2 doubles the number of cores to 32. AMD will also produce a new version that's 16-core. At this point, with these two different product lines, AMD actually is bifurcating the marketing on this. They're they're socket compatible, but the 16-core is upgraded from last year's original Threadripper, is considered a model for enthusiasts. The 32 core, and it's gonna be a 24 core version as well later, is being pitched as a new AMD workstation platform for creative development and has a new product suffix of WX.
0: So if these are desktop and desk side solutions, how did they leverage the Epic server processor in, this, in Threadripper 2?
1: Well, the key details were that all the Threadrippers are made using the same multi-chip module that AMD used for the Epic server processor. By multi-chip modules, they they took four silicon die, each of which had eight processor cores on it, they placed it in a package, and they interconnected the four die with AMD's Infinity fabric, creating a a virtual CPU in a package. In the 16-core version of Threadripper, there were two active eight-core die, and this is true of both Threadripper and Threadripper 2 and then two blank dies that are just are spacers to make sure the package is balanced. But in the 32 gro version, they have four eight-core active die, giving it the full capability. Now, the Threadripper socket is not the same as an Epic socket. That is, it only has quad DDR4 memory channels opposed to the eight channels that are available in Epic. But it does support error correction codes for improved data reliability. And if you're doing a workstation project with a long rendering, you don't want it to crash because of a single data error. The other benefit of Threadripper is that you get up to 64 lanes of PCI Express. A Threadripper motherboard can support multiple graphics cards and multiple PCI MVME storage drives, giving it a lot of capability as a workstation product.
0: You know, it's interesting because throughout the history, and as long as we've been watching the market, which is a long time, (laughs) I hate to say, you know, we've always tried to compare, you know, where things are, you know, your current smartphone is equivalent to maybe, you know, what a PC processor was, was just like three years ago. You know, now we're looking at up to 32 cores in a desktop processor. I don't even know where to start (laughs) to compare that. I mean, that's basically a server on the chip. So... You know, how do we really evaluate performance on this? What is the performance on this?
1: Well, actually, at the Threadripper event, I told you we they overclocked the unit and hit that uh, Cinebench uh, number. But they just started shipping out systems this past week to testers. So I've actually got a system and I'm working on testing it now. We expect the embargo for performance numbers to lift on August 13th when the parts become available. But I will point out there are some limitations to 32 cores in this socket in that there are not as many memory channels as an EPIC processor and you have higher clock speeds so there will be some fall off in performance as you get up to uh, using all 32 cores yet by far this is the most powerful desktop processor you can buy in the world so it's just incredible.
0: Well AMD has had phenomenal success over the past year since they've introduced Ryzen and EPIC especially based on Ryzen phenomenal demand phenomenal financial performance in fact i know that they're hiring like crazy right now just to fill all the positions they have as they continue to build out their product line so when can we expect to see threadripper 2 hit the market
1: well the first shipments are expected to be available on august 13th for the threadripper 2990 wx which is the 32 core version well and i actually should point out that's a a base clock speed of three gigahertz and then a boost clock of 4.2 gigahertz. So it's priced at $1,799. Then also on the 13th, you have the 16-core AMD Ryzen Threadripper 2950X. And that's going to be priced at $899. Threadripper 2990WX is a 240-watt power envelope, whereas the 16-core part is a 180-watt power envelope. AMD then will deliver additional members of the Threadripper 2 family in October with a 24-core version, the 2970WX at $1,299, and then a 12-core 2920X at $649, a veritable bargain. Actually, if you want to see more details on that, uh, you can see the Forbes article I wrote called AMD delivers new Threadripper CPUs for creative work.
0: Well, in Threadripper, Ryzen, Epic, everything has really helped AMD. It's improved its ASP. It's improved its margin. It's definitely improved its marketability. I mean, they are head on competitive and quite honestly, beating Intel at their own game. The expectations for AMD continue to rise.
1: Yes, and Ryzen too. So the Threadripper parts, you know, they're not going to ship in large numbers, but it's a very profitable product line for the company. It didn't take much investment. And yet it will uh, produce some nice margins. And this is something that it didn't have two years ago, which is, I think, why you're seeing a breakout in the financial performance for AMD now. The ability to ship higher margin products with growing market share puts AMD in a position it hasn't been in, like, I think in over 10 years.
0: Well, I don't know. I think they I think they're gonna they are gonna find a lot of demand for this in places they didn't maybe expect, especially industrial applications, whether doing scientific analysis, financial modeling. You know, all those applications are requiring more and more processing power. So it's gonna be interesting. I, I think they're very well positioned.
1: Oh yeah, they definitely are. I mean this is this is a, a serious threat to Intel at this point in time. Intel has gotta be concerned and meanwhile. AMD is getting prepared for a 70 nanometer product coming early next year. And Intel is still stuck on 14 nanometer. So there's a a definite shift in the market here. And AMD is the aggressor. And Intel is playing defense at this point in time.
0: You know, it'll be interesting to see. You know, Intel right now doesn't have a CEO. But it does have two of the technical leaders that were responsible kind of for Intel's rise, both on graphics and on CPUs that are working for Intel right now. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out.
1: Yeah, it's gonna take some time though for Raj Kaduri and Jim Keller to make a, a change at Intel. It it's took Jim four years to get Zen 2 out the door. So if Intel is gonna make some serious changes to their product line, they're not gonna be able to react overnight. So it's gonna give AMD an opportunity here to really make a difference.
0: Well, on that note, I think we'll wrap another Tyria's cast. Tireus Research is a market research and advisory firm that provides custom research and advice on the entire high-tech ecosystem from sensors to the cloud. This includes custom market sizing, product and company competitive analysis, mergers and acquisition evaluations, product and corporate strategic planning, and even marketing strategies.
1: Yes, for more information about Tireus Research, please visit our website www.tiriasresearch.com. Or contact one of our analysts. Also, keep up with us on social media at Tirious Research, or I'm at Crewell, K R E W E L L, and Jim, who is at Tech Strategist, at T E K S T R A T E G I S T. And we look forward to making contact with you.
0: Yes, thank you for joining another Tirious cast, and we'll see you again.